Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You're tuning into the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing after shows. of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hey guys, welcome back to After Buzz TV. This is the Flash After Show, and tonight we're going to be breaking down and recapping episode 22 called Rogue Air. Yes. Yep, we're back. As always, you can comment along us on with us watching live on <laughs> YouTube. You can tweet at us using the hashtag ABTVFlash. That's After Buzz TV Flash. Mm-hmm. And let's hook it up with some intros. Roxy is unfortunately out this week. She will be back next week yes. with a very special guest as well. I'm Jeffrey Masters. I tweet from Jeff Masters one Joining me on the illustrious other side of the table, <laughs> Ashley Daniels. Oh my god, there you are. Here I am. Hi, I'm Ashley Daniels. I tweet from Ashley Daniels. Fantastic. And Tari. Hey, I'm Tari J. Miller. You can find me at Tari J. T-A-U-R-I-J-A-Y. Oh my god, let's get right to it. Um, I love this episode. What did you guys think? How'd you feel? Oh my god, that ending was amazing. Yeah. God, we say yeah. every week it's the best. I don't know. I feel like Roxy would think this would tonight would be her favorite. But I don't know, it's hard to read her mind. But. Yeah, maybe you at home will disagree that this is the best episode, but that fight sequence at oh, the end was, was the bananas. best. Crazy. Yeah. Oh my god, bananas. This is bananas. B A N A. That's totally Guys, what Rod it was. was last week. Come on. But does it matter? He'll always be in in our heart. Always. (laughs) What did you think, Tari? Um, I thought it was a really fun episode. I love that it was... It felt like two separate episodes, which which made me feel like I was getting more bang for my buck. Because there was... There was the the prison break and also the, like, main villain fight. So it was so good. Yeah. A part of me watching it was like, you know, Avengers came out last weekend. It was so amazing. Part of me was like, the writers were like, okay, come on, it's May 11th and May 12th. We have to have a good episode. Yes, and I, I actually am in the middle of watching Avengers 1 so I could go see Avengers 2. And so for me, like, I was already kind of in that mode of like, that crazy, you know, this like episode could stand up to a movie like that. In my opinion, that the, the effects, you wouldn't know that this is not a movie. If someone walked in, if my parents walked in and saw me watching this, what movie is that? No, absolutely. Wait, I'm sorry. We, we, can we stop the show one second? Ashley, you've not seen Avengers? No. What? No, I'm, I'm, oh I just bought it on God. 3D because I have a 3D TV, so I watch it, I'm watching it with my glasses. Oh, my nice. God. Yeah. I'll keep rich jokes for the end. Yeah. Wow. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You guys are always welcome to come watch it with me. <laughs> I Thank have extra so glasses. We know I know what we're doing after this. <laughs> um, anytime. You serious? Okay, back to Rogue Air. So the big thing that kicks everything off, the particle accelerator is on and fully functional. 
Harrison Wells has been a busy man. Yeah. Do we think this has all happened throughout like the season behind the scenes? Right? Yeah. That's been the plan all along. Uh, no. I mean, I feel like it was, it's his, it was his new contingency. Like, once he was caught, he's like, well, I mean, I have, I built in this functionality in case everything went wrong. So now I made a makeshift battery and, uh, yeah. So you, I'm sorry. So you think it happened within the last, like, two weeks? Yes. Oh, my word. Wells is a super genius. I mean, yeah. of course. Now, for people that don't, for me, I don't watch Arrow. I've seen episodes, but I don't right. watch it. Jeff, Jeffrey, you watch it, right? Or you don't watch um, it? I saw some of the first season. Yeah, you, same with me. Um, I still found it, when he comes into any Flash episode, I still get super excited and starstruck, and I don't even watch the show. So for people that watch Arrow, I feel like that must have been times a thousand. Because for <laughs> me, I just think he's, he's just so cool. He's amazing. Yeah. and he's like, a hero. Yeah, and we'll talk about yeah. like, the, the other things that they brought in, like Leon Yu later, but like I don't feel like I'm missing out. Me either. Also, That's what I'm saying. I which is like, like I'm such out. like a nuanced skill of the writer, is totally. what I feel like. Totally. I know. So we, um, it's, it's they never explicitly said why the particle accelerator was turned on, but it's safe to assume this is to help him get back to the future, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. I mean, I I was thinking that he was using, like, in the same way that they, they found that battery under his wheelchair, Yeah, I'm assuming that he is essentially planning on using the particle, particle accelerator to siphon its power so he can get back to the future. Oh, as opposed to it being, like, a future machine that right. will, like, zip him back. Yeah. Oh, it's been such an interesting thing all season with, like, the siphoning of energies from, like, the tachyon and just, right. like, different, like, devices. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's, I, I would assume that he's kind of like a an energy junkie. He needs all these different forms of energy to keep him going in order to have his speed ability. Yeah. Because it's not innate in him to be a speedster. So he's, like, trying to get as much speed energy and, and speed force as he can. Wait, sorry, it, it is not innate in him. Well, I guess it's not innate in Barry either, right? Or we think... Um, right. Okay. Um, yes. Barry... Sorry, this is a skill that that Eobard, as Harrison Wells, like he acquired though in yes. the future. Yes. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, I did not know that. They haven't explained that yet. Right. Uh, well, that's I like, mean, but yeah. based on the comics, like originally, uh, Thawne, uh Eobard gets his powers from an old Flash suit, uh, and he also like tries to re- recreate the, uh, or depending on the version, tries to recreate the. Um, experience that cre- that created the Flash. Yeah. Um. So, uh, essentially, he wasn't a native speedster. He did everything that he could to become one, and it seems like he has to get all of his power from uh, an external source, as opposed to Barry, who, after becoming the Flash, he becomes essentially the speed force. Right. Oh, that's fascinating. Yeah. Oh, a little backstory for us. I love it. So whereas like Barry can like heal himself and like after a while he like gets his powers back, Eobard then like he's down and he needs to take it he from needs, somebody he's else. He's like a car. He needs right. gasoline. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Speed force gas. Speed force gas. Speed force gas. Brought <laughs> to you by the Flash. Pump it. Ooh, interesting. I just, I wonder if we'll ever go in the future for like an episode just to see like what's happening. I hope so. Yeah. And there's so many like meta humans now. Like, are they reproducing? Like, how's that world like? Right. Right. And I also want to know like, are people like Barry Allen like out and about as like, look, I'm a Flash. I'm great. Or is it still like a secret identity? Um, I mean, I believe he's out and about. I mean, if I remember correctly, he's the the chief of police. It, I don't remember if they had mentioned that in the newspaper article, but yes. Interesting. In the comics, he's the chief. Right. 
Ooh, baby. Interesting. That's fascinating. Great. <laughs> um, so the big dilemma, the big problem of this episode was that the metahumans locked up in the pipeline would not make it. Right. right. They would be destroyed slash killed <laughs> if the particle accelerator gets functioning, fully functioning. Mm-hmm. Um, a small problem that I had was that they were like, hey, uh, Cisco, estimate how much time we have left. And he's like, I don't know, like maybe 36 hours, I guess. <laughs> and then they're basing every like calculation I, on that. I actually agree with you. And when you just said that, it reminded me of the same thing. Because when, when the second time he asked, he's like, how much longer? He's like, about 16 hours. But yeah. it's like, like you say, they're basing it from the original guess or educated guess that Cisco made. Right. Uh, I mean, that's scary. Yeah. At any moment, they're all standing there and that something could well, just blow up. Though, I mean, I would assume them being like crazy scientists... Uh, that like after they got up to the lab, they can calculate this the rate at which it's it's building up energy. So oh. then that was where the countdown was based. Okay, on. I will give you that. <laughs> However, his first calculation came right. yeah. from like he was like, "There's yeah. not an on or off switch, dummy." Thirty six hours. Yeah, right. Well, I think it, just the fact that he could make a guess. That just shows how smart he is. This is made in the future, you know? Yeah, it's totally. Crazy. And then he, like, makes the chalk. Like, Cisco is, like, the best person to have on your team. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. And I would have, <laughs> wish we could have... Can you imagine a world where he would come and name every person that wants to be named? <laughs> <laughs> That's what you're most impressed about. I just think the name. Yeah, right? I think it's so cool that he comes up with these names. Like, there could be, like... Remember the old, like, those kissing booths and stuff? Instead of a kissing booth, there's, like, a naming booth. Yeah, <laughs> you totally. know, when there he names you, he's, like, looks you up and he's like, you are... <laughs> okay, all right, we got to... Something of a chat roll. Let's hear it. All right. Mark Murphy asks, um, do you guys think that they will do the Flashpoint storyline exits season based on the preview for next week? Sorry. Um, I... (laughs) I don't Ash. think that they're going to go full uh, pa- Flashpoint Paradox. I think that he'll. I think that he'll go back because we've seen the preview. Um, but I don't think that they're going to have a whole alternate reality, alternate future scenario. I think that something's going to happen, and maybe there will be consequences of his time travel. But I don't think that they're going to go full out. Uh, Flashpoint Paradox. Like, that would be too grand scale. I agree. And just for everyone at home, that's when they go back in time and come back and it's completely different. Right. The, the future, because they've altered it. Yeah. For the, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think that that would be really hard to get the entire audience on board with. Right. We just were invested in a huge first season and we loved it. And then to be told that none of that happened, you know, we'd like readjust. Yeah. Yeah. That would be hard. Yeah, I mean, though, I will say that, like, if they did decide to... They could do a small-scale version of it where the the characters that we already know end up in different places. Yeah. So, as opposed to affecting the whole DC universe and, like, affecting Arrow and everything else, it's just the Flash-verse that we exist in. I think that might be interesting to set up the next season, yeah. where it's him... At least, even if it's just the first few episodes, is him like trying to fix the past that he wrecked? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I think that would be interesting. I don't think that they're going to go full out though. Yeah, I don't think so either. Um, we were talking earlier though about Cisco being like the best person to have on her team. Yes. Also, Iris is continually proving herself. When Peekaboo escaped and was yeah. like beating Caitlyn, yeah, that was amazing. Mm-hmm. She came to her rescue. Yeah, she did. She's <laughs> being very candies. like useful. Yes. I want people to take notice. <laughs> I totally <laughs> on the show. do. Right. I totally do. She is amazing. She was, and tonight I just felt like it was unexpected. 
I there's I mean I'm always I'm always caught off guard with this show, but I particularly if all people I didn't think Candace would just show up there and save Caitlyn. Yeah, that was so surprising. It was amazing. I can hear like the crowd going wild. Yeah, <laughs> because all season it's like, Bravo. oh my god, please! Like she's had it in her all season. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I just thought that was she's great. She's a superhero. Yeah. Herself. I mean, she continues to show how much of a utility to this team she is. Yeah. Um, and she just walked right in and saved Caitlyn's life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I also think that if I'm reading into things. Yes. When we had Candace on our show uh, a couple of months ago, she said that she hopes that uh, Iris will be able to do a lot more. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe have a fight scene or just be more useful, for lack of a better word. Right. And I secretly, I, I think that's, like, to the point, like, we want to see that, too, but I secretly think the writers see that and are like, we want to keep our, like, lead actors happy. Yeah. Right. Like, we want to give her interesting things to do on set to, mm-hmm. like, make her excited to come to work every day. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I think that they're definitely doing that, and I think that's a, a lot of foreshadowing. I was just thinking that, absolutely. God, you, like, re- that's why you're Jeff Daniels. <laughs> I, I totally, <laughs> totally... Jeff Daniels. Yes, like we Firestorm. are. Firestorm. Exactly. Totally agree with you. Next season, we're going to see a lot more of that, I feel. Absolutely. So what did you guys feel about the different like ways they were trying to like save the people in the pipeline? Like going to the DA agent? Yeah, that wasn't going to go anywhere. But I feel like it was <laughs> Joe's attempt at sticking to the law or trying to keep the law in... Um, in 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 the knowledge of what was going on. Like, right. not to keep him complete. Because he, he's, he's, he's really... Not doing anything that he was trained to do originally right, as yeah. a cop. It's like at this point, he thought maybe it's like his last attempt at trying to keep the justice system right, <laughs> yeah. informed. And, yeah, and yeah. I was happy with the DA's response. You were yeah. happy, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just because, like, it's not it, like it's in Joe's character to go to the DA to ask, and it's in the DA's character to be like, "Oh, heck, nah, honey." Right. Yeah. It's a good impression, right? No, it was, was a really great. good one. But Your Cisco like, impression was great earlier. <laughs> I thought she should have helped. I thought she should have helped. Seems like they worked together for a long time, so I feel they like have, but they have a history. It's one thing to be like, hey, uh, you know, could you do me a quick favor? And hey, can you have a police sponsored uh, trans- transfer of illegal prisoners? Hey, it doesn't hurt to ask. <laughs> and he did. It's <laughs> no stupid question. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's roll to the chat line. What do we got? All right, from Joseph Boza, he asks, do you think that Iris will have a hard time getting into the Scooby gang since she is considered an outsider? I mean, not a part of the original Scooby gang from the start. Hmm. Oh. oh, I don't think she'll have any problem getting into the Sco- Scooby gang. Especially yeah. now that Caitlyn and her are like BFFs. <laughs> yeah, I think Caitlyn is just like yearning for some female connection. Right. Uh, <laughs> Desire. Um, yeah. <laughs> yes, sorry. <laughs> more than others. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I think she'll fit right in. Totally. I think she's already fit in. Yeah, I agree. Like, I think from the very moment that she revealed that she knew who the Flash was, they there was a little bit of contention, but at the same time, she showed how useful she is, and so she fit right into them, especially yeah. since they had that vacuum of Wells being missing. They needed her to... Yeah. Yeah. And when she was going back through, like, the um, newspaper records, being like, there's been trails of this and this and that, like, they're like, oh, we respect also this person that we enjoy being with. It's a perfect <laughs> storm of yeah. joy and peace and love. Yeah. Some laughter. Oh. Internal happiness. Skittles. And Skittles, of course. <laughs> this makes me feel happy. Yeah. We mentioned the arrow, uh, Yin Lian Yu. Yes. That is the prison there. Right. Um, yes. So, uh, for anyone who doesn't watch Arrow, 
Um, yeah, give Lian, us the deets. Yeah. Lian Yu was a, an island, and it, I guess it is still in terms of this universe. It's an island that uh, Oliver, in the first few seasons, was trapped on, and he was there for five years. Oh, it's that island. Yes. Oh, among, um, I got it. <laughs> and so, after he escaped, and after a bunch of stuff happened, um, Argus, which is a secret organization, they kind of work uh, in the outskirts of the government, and they do, like... Black Ops uh, uh, kind of missions and stuff. Okay. But they created a prison there that he could keep the more dangerous foes. Uh, and are these dangerous people or like dangerous metahuman types? Um, right now, it's just dangerous people. Metahumans okay. weren't really introduced into the Arrow universe until about this season because it became a thing in Flash. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So the closest thing that they had, uh, I'm trying to figure out if this is a spoiler. The, the the closest thing they had was some super strong people, cool. um, but they weren't necessarily metahumans. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I think so. With the introduction of Lian Yu into like the Flash world, even though we didn't go there this episode, it's just so fascinating to me that they're sharing like plot points now, not just like characters walking on and off set right. to like help save the day. Like they are like just like interweaving these mm-hmm. two shows. Yep. And then even more so, it seems like with Legends of Tomorrow, which mm-hmm. got greenlit. Yeah, I mean, it's it, awesome. It is awesome, and, and, and for me, it, for people like that don't watch it, that don't watch Arrow as much, it's fun for us to go back and now study it a little more and like learn a little bit more about it. It makes you want to watch it more. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's. They're doing a great job by promoting both shows every time they do that anyway. <laughs> yeah, it's unbelievable. And then also, like, going, like, alongside that, there's so, like, this episode was, like, the reunion for every guest star ever on the show. <laughs> and it's not just, like, like and then, like, Captain Cold, which is, like, a supporting role, but, um... It's not just, like, recurring characters that, like, set the scene and, like, you know, it's, like, a police chief and the same, like, secretary in the front desk in the office. It's, like, big, like, people, like, recurring characters that move plot points along. Like, it just makes, like, the Flash world, I guess, which is the Arrow world, just seem so big. Yeah. It is big. (laughs) There's a lot of characters. It's a rich environment. And, like, it's only going to get more entangled, uh, which I find... it. You don't have that a lot on TV right now. Like, there aren't a lot of shows that are just like, all right, we're creating one cohesive universe even though we're separate. Like, we used to have that with, like, the Buffies and the Angel. Mm-hmm. Um, and then another show, which I cannot remember at the, for the very moment right now. But um, but it's not something that's being done, and no. it's really hard to pull off. Yeah. And they're doing it flawlessly. They do it with reality TV, but that's completely different. But they do integrate, like, like uh, <laughs> you know, there's, like, the Housewives and then the... Um, Sir, that restaurant they all work at, whatever it's called, oh, Vanderpump Rules, yeah, right. things like that. So they, I mean, and, and it make it promotes both shows. Yeah, but obviously. even like like the Law and Order example, like SVU would have like a crossover, yeah. but it's yeah. like one detective coming in and being like, "Hey, the clues under the like library bench, go by," and they like walk off. Yeah, it's just yeah. like not to this scale. I just find it interesting how because there's so many different villains and, and just metahumans in the DC world. Um, like, there's so many to choose from. Who do they? How do they end up choosing which ones they want to use um, for each season? Like, like next season, like when they're choosing, there's just so many options. I mean, a lot of it is 
Well, I, just, I, I don't know. It's interesting. I mean, for this season, it seemed like they would specifically choose villains that reflected whatever Barry was going through in that episode. Yeah. Um, or something that would affect everyone to the point where it was disastrous. For example, like a, a Weather Wizard was more of a uh, a big bad that was affecting everyone, whereas like a Rainbow Rider or a uh, Peekaboo were more of like uh, a step in Barry's evolution as the Flash. I mean, we know from WonderCon that next season we're going to get Mirror Master. We don't know if he's going to be the main big bad, but uh, and we're, we've also been promised a surprise villain that everyone's going to be really excited about, but they haven't made mention of who it's going to be. Right. Mm. Um, but I think that I think that their choosing of villains based on the story as opposed to being like, I just think this villain's cool, um, is really smart of them. Right, yeah. right. No, absolutely. The, the thought goes into every single thing they do. I just, I wish I could sit there and listen to what, why they choose which person and everything. It's so interesting. And what you just yeah. said is like probably exactly what it is. Yeah. I think we have a chat Yeah, question. let's hear it. All right. Eric Knapper is asking, do you think Eddie Thawne will become Cobalt Blue? Uh, Sorry. Sorry. He's not a very happy camper right now, so... Um, I don't. I think that they're going to leave his character... uh, I think they're going to kind of just leave him by the wayside. For a second, I thought that maybe he'd become, like, some villain, maybe, like, a version of the reverse Flash, but I don't think he'll become Cobalt Blue, mostly because, like, there's no no hint that he and Barry share any lineage. Um, Cobalt Blue is a secret twin of uh, Barry Allen uh, and then he gets powers later. Blah, 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 blah. I hate um, secret twins. <laughs> right. I've um, had so many in my life. <laughs> Interesting. So, I mean, I, I hope that they do something with Eddie's character down the line and I hope it's something really cool like maybe he does become evil or maybe he joins a Scooby gang or or maybe he like sacrifices himself in some some meaningful way. Right now, we've been told that he's going to be nothing for the rest of his life. Um, and so I hope that that motivates him to do something more. Yeah. Yeah, I think that'd be great. Yeah. He's very sad right now. Yeah. So Barry is trying to save the day. Yeah. <laughs> In the episode. Um, and he goes to Captain Cold to appeal to his love of a city. Right. Um, did that not weird anybody out? I, I thought it was smart. I really? Mean, yeah, absolutely. And in ti- in times of like distress, I feel like sometimes you know that's why they say keep your friends close and your enemies closer. For moments, did like you that. not think though? Oh my God, how can he trust this person? Uh, yeah, but yes. who, you can't trust anybody in the world anyway. So it's a difference. <laughs> May as well bring someone in that's that's it's evil and tempt them in and, and and give them whatever they want. I mean, in this case, it didn't go so well, but. I, I thought it was a smart idea. I mean, there's nobody else he can choose. At least this person's evil enough that he would, you know, he'd come aboard and, and he'd ask for something ridiculous and then he got it and then he would be tempted to do it and then he would do it. Hopefully. Uh, yeah. But I don't, I mean, you don't trust anybody anyway. It's different. <laughs> I would, I would disagree. Oh, I, well, of course. I mean, <laughs> not, not, no, not it's right. anything against fine, you. It's fine. It's just, I think that. Barry in this moment, he was acting very rashly. And we've we've seen rash Barry before. Um yeah. it, he always becomes like this when it comes to the man in yellow, Wells Aobarthon, the guy who killed his mother, etc. Like and so I think that since there's so much uh I guess not contention, there's a lot of like 
there's that power vacuum in his team. He's not ready to fully rely on them yet. And so this was, if he had done so, then everything would have gone as it should have because everything that they put in place would have worked out. The dampers would have worked. The plane would have worked. Uh, but he decided to go outside because he didn't feel like he could rely on his team. And that was ultimately his downfall. Yeah. You know what, though? Um, I've got a bone to pick <laughs> with Barry Allen and the Restless Star Labs team. Uh-huh. Do you know what it is, Tari? Um, Lock your front door. Yeah, Tari oh yelled it. Are you God. kidding Tari me? Tari yelled it, yeah. yes. Captain Cole just barges in there and was like, yo, sup, guys? Yeah. And then Iris does later, too, but that's besides the point. Captain Cold. Yeah. Yeah, and he I walked think right the in. funniest thing is that, like, everyone keeps walking into the lab, and then Wells is like, I'm going to take the front gate. <laughs> and they see him coming <laughs> yeah. like, on the security yeah. cameras. <laughs> oh, it's, it's Amazing. becoming comical. It, so <laughs> it really is. We have a chat question as well. <laughs> Let's hear it. All right, Antoine Wilson is asking, do you think future Barry is trapped in the Speed Force? Hmm. I mean, we don't know what uh, what happened to future Barry. We know that Eobard is stuck in the past. Uh, we never see any mention of the Barry that he came back in time with. So that leads us to believe that he is either in the past or... Uh, because traditionally, when he disappears during the crisis, he becomes a speed force, and and then like transfers it into his past self, so yeah. it becomes this giant loop. Um, but we've had no indication of that yet, um, and so he's either going to show up in the season finale, or he uh, or he may have disappeared when Barry got his powers, uh, or he is. Uh, he is raw speed force, and that's the only thing that's powering both he and Barry right now. That would be my theory. That's a great theory. Tell me this. Um, Eobard said he came back from, like, maybe centuries, did he say, um, yes. in the future. Yes. Um, why would he... Uh, Barry Allen did not live for 200 more years. No. Why, is he just, like, a time hopper, and that's how they met up? Like, yes. in some interlocking time? Okay. So, um, he... Uh, let me think where to start. Um, so when he was young, uh, in like the 25th, 30th century, 35th century, he was, uh, he, uh, was a big fan of Barry Allen. Oh. And so, uh, he at some point, uh, gained his powers and was able to move through time. He goes back in time to meet Barry Allen, finds out that he's the, he becomes the reverse flash, goes insane. And then uh, makes it his goal to, like, destroy the Flash, etc. Oh, fascinating. Yeah. So, so he's a villain that came from, like, the future. Yes. Wow. That's, wow. Okay, so that, and that, just to be clear, is the comic books. Yeah. Right. Most likely that will be the same case. Yeah. But, like, Something could, similar, yeah. yeah. They could change it up on us. It's very right. interesting. Yeah, it's it is. It's kind of mind-blowing. <laughs> um, so in the episode, Cisco takes, like, the power battery for lack of a better word from the wheelchair they power the truck and they've got all the villains lined up in single file roll alphabetical order um <laughs> who did, like saw that coming with them like I, captain I, cold i 
saw that. Oh, I didn't see that coming. I did, did see that they were going to get their powers. I, I felt like they were. I didn't think it would come from Captain Cold like sabotaging it. I just thought that maybe there was another way that they could get them back by just like getting because they were getting angry. Um, who specifically was Nimbus? Was was it the Weatherman? Um, Marin, and Weatherman, yeah, Marin, and, 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 um, and right, and then the Garbidi. Gar- who's the family? The oh. uh, mafia guy, Garbidi. Uh, yes, Garbisian or <laughs> the something. The bald guy. Yes. Yeah. The two so of them were getting yes. yeah, they were getting angry at each other, and I just felt like, oh my god, I wonder if their anger could get so like crazy that it could like get it, their powers. Yeah, back on. I just right. I felt like something was going to happen like that. You can't just have them in the truck and have it all be smooth move. You know, I mean, there's going to be have, there's going to be something that happens. Right. I know. Do you guys notice that when they finally got their powers back and Barry was like doing his spinning arm yes. thing? Yeah, I feel like he does that in every episode. To, like, solve some problem. <laughs> it's pretty cool. It's no, like a windmill. He, he just learned it, like, two episodes ago. When he put out the he fire. He's great yeah. at baseball. What a baseball player. We need him on the Red Sox, I'll well, tell you. Well, he's practicing a lot, okay? Yeah. <laughs> right? I actually, I found that him using that to be really cool, mostly because you see how far he's come since he first caught these villains. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So. Without, like, Harrison whispering in his ear telling him what to do. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're right. He's becoming his own. But mm-hmm. how well is Kentucky right back in? Even in the moments of me already knowing that he's super evil and he's standing there. We'll get into it later. But I still think to myself, maybe there's a chance that he'll be nice and he'll <laughs> surprise us. You really think that still? He, I still think it. When he was talking to him for a second, I'm like, wait, what if this whole thing was... Because at this point, I everything I predicted, they could not even... It's going to be the complete <laughs> opposite of that. <laughs> so, yeah. He's, he's just attempting... And I think that's why he was such like a... Um, cool, for lack of a better word, a cool villain to have yeah. on the show because he is so trustworthy, like so you said. Crazy. He's not playing evil, which I never want to pinpoint actors that I don't care for. But I'll just say well, it's slightly. Well, you're an actor. You can say it. <laughs> I can't say um, it. You can lady say it. who, um, the Golden Glider, I don't know why she's doing she that voice. Just, she irked me. Yeah, it just like makes me mad. Like, trying to be sexy. Like, right. she's a beautiful woman. Just be sexy. Right. <laughs> I don't know. You never know if it was written in the script, but I I assume it was, you know. I think she's kind of uh, camping it up for the show, like, because it's supposed to be all, like, comic booky and camping. But no one else is camping it. I don't know. I don't want to bash on her, but I just, like, (laughs) I'm like, girl, it's your second episode. She's like, this is going to be more than two. What? You don't like when, when I talk like this? No, I don't, Terry. I'm sorry. I can't understand okay. what she's saying, though. It's like whispers. <laughs> hey, we're talking like this right now. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. So um, let's keep going into Harrison. Like, it. you took us, too. I think that's great. Uh, okay, fabulous. Let's do it. <laughs> Taking you on a journey. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, in order to defeat him, yeah. we find that Barry has assembled Firestorm and Arrow. I have to say, I was disappointed in... Only in the instance because I was so excited, but the preview showed them. Yeah. Yeah. Would you guys say, I know that's like getting like bait to make you watch it, but would you have been more excited if you didn't know they were coming on? This is why most people, I mean, I I don't know about you, but I don't actually watch previews except when I'm here doing any show that I have to cover. Never do because it gives things away. Right. I always stop it. So. Yeah, I assume that it's always going to happen. I think we would have definitely been more excited. But that's there's a hundred more things that we would be more excited about if we didn't already know they were happening from the previews. Because the previews usually give us a little taste of something, like you said. Yeah, I guess I prefer like more of like grand over the next couple yes. episodes. We're going to probably see Grodd. Not like, Grodd will be lifting you by the neck yeah. and dropping you. Don't ever watch previews. Well, we have to. I hear you have to, but everywhere else. No, I feel like... From a certain perspective, it makes you excited to see the next episode if you know that those characters are going to be there. Yeah. I mean, because they didn't show any 
piece of the fight. Like, even right. when they showed up, I thought that's where the episode was going to end. And I was going to be oh. so sad. And then they actually had the whole thing, and I was so excited. We saw that through. Right. Mm. So okay. I think that that tease okay. was just enough. I'm just right. curious. I love, though, that like Joe and Barry had that lovely moment where he was like, I look up to Oliver. He's like a mentor figure to me. And we're like, yes, but like take it for a grain of salt. And he's like, let me just call him. Yeah. Let me page him. Let me page him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's hear what the chat wants to say. All right, last question. A little shout out to Savion Gaming. He asks, "Do you think that because they saw Wells use his suit ring in action, that they will use it for Barry?" Oh, oh my so. gosh, that'd be amazing! Um, I think it's a great idea. Yeah, I oh, I guess I should. Mention it was that. crazy so, when that came out. I wanted to have like a voice like "Wee." I know. I mean, like, I was like, "I'm coming out!" Like, I made us crazy, rewind like, it. It was so cool. Like a crazy like monk, like a chipmunk voice or something. Like because like, it, was, <laughs> okay. it got, went small to big. But right. that's classic fl- um, Flash ring, right? Yes. Uh, yeah. So, cool. so in the comics, the the Flash keeps a compressed version of his suit in a ring, and he'll like release it, and it uh, is spring loaded and all that stuff, and he'll just quickly switch into it. Um, so I th- I thought it was really nice I- that. Almost thought you just said my spring collection. Yes, of, like he you were going to say like his spring collection, collection of suits. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my spring, and then you didn't say. You know, that. he has pocket squares in there. <laughs> he has nice ties, <laughs> matching shoes. Can you imagine? Yeah, the ring was awesome. Yeah, I love that throwback. And people, like even in our comments, you guys are great. Have been mentioning that every time they show Wells in the time vault, he has the ring on, and the. And there was a lot of speculation whether it was going to contain a suit or not. Um, and it does. Which yeah. Is great. Okay, tell me this. I would love if they took that idea. However, as far as we know, man down, Harrison is quote unquote dead. Um, they could just take the literal ring. They don't need to recreate it. <laughs> no, like, that's take what, it that's, off his finger. Why couldn't they? Right. You know? <laughs> uh, yeah, they could. Yeah. Um, I mean, so yeah, the two options are either they take his ring, which I think is a hilarious idea, um, or it's that causal nexus that Cisco mentioned last week, where it's like, well, now we're going to create it because we saw that it's a thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that. It's like, now we know it's possible. Like, let's do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, we talked about the fight, but we loved the fight. I yeah. think it was awesome. I loved, like, the locations it took us on. Mm-hmm. Last time we saw them spitting, though, um, Harrison and the Flash were chasing around the particle accelerator. I was kind of nervous that that would have, like, activated something. <laughs> All that energy. Oh, and, you, know, that you really thought that during while you were watching it? Yeah, because, like, when Harrison was around, the um, like the liquid would go up. Yeah. Like that's energy coming off them. In yes. theory, that could have been like energy just like doing something. I was like, right. this is the missing piece <laughs> in my mind. But right. obviously, um, what do you guys think is going to happen to Harrison? Well, I actually want to ask, and this might be a dumb question. I don't know, but I wanted no to know: thing. Did we find out? Because so much happened. Gideon, did we find out what happened at the end with like where where Gideon's going to go from here? We've no updates, but as far as we know, like still in the no loyalty to Wells though. Like at this point, or like no, no. so someone else could just take Gideon and and she was already telling Barry things and like helping. Right, so maybe Gideon could be adopted. Right. Okay. Cool. Um. And and to answer your question about Wells, what will happen to Wells? That was that's what we asked. Um, I feel like this is not the end of Wells. I don't think it is. I don't think we'll see him in the next episode. I think that's going to be one of the cliffhangers. Like, what happened to him? We'll find out, like, <laughs> mid-next mid season. Yeah. Um, I think that they're going to put him in the pipeline. They're going to probably have some... Now that they have dampers uh, established, 
they're probably going to make a dampered cell in the pipeline and probably try to keep oh him my in gosh. there. Can you imagine? Oh, He's so brilliant, though, putting him in the pipeline. Okay. So it's the last shot of him, he just had an arrow in his back. Yes. I mean, I don't think they would kill him. I mean, I think that's obvious. <laughs> no, it was the arrow was the nanites that uh, he used earlier in the fight. So, uh, and that just kind of like dampens powers for a little bit. Well, I think it makes that, you shake, right, or something. Uh, it was, I think it was like anti kinetic um, nanites. So once they were inside of him, they were da- they were taking away his speed force. Oh. Um, and so I think at that point, because the first time he phased them out of him, yeah. Yep, those are words. And then uh, the second time, I think he had taken so much damage that by that point, he was just knocked out. Oh, I understand. During that sequence, I think you audibly said, oh, that makes sense now, when Oliver said something about, like, it f- yes. uh, favors. I don't oh, know. You did, you um, did. What was that about? Said, I'll, I'll meet you in the future. <laughs> to put you on the spot. Oh, no. Um, that is... So, there's... For people who watch both Arrow and The Flash... Um, there is a little bit of confusion in terms of where everything happens in the Flash and in Arrow in terms of the timeline. Yeah. And so uh, if you're caught up on Arrow, there's certain factors happening right now that would lead you to believe that there's no way that the Arrow could be in this episode. Um, and so when he asked for the favor, he said, I'm going to need a favor from you. It put it in the timeline... Um, it, it put it in perspective. Gotcha. Um, I'm trying to figure out if me saying it is Spoiling. a spoiler. You know, yeah, let's skip it. Okay. <laughs> but okay, that's cool. I, I just kept going back to when we saw Harrison like face down, the opening line. He was like the opening voiceover. Yeah. And he said, everything that like I want will like be given to me. Right. Like I'll make sure it will happen. And I just don't think that he's like out of the picture for now. No. Yeah. Can't be. No. Too. And then entertaining. Yeah, he is great. And even face down, though, the particle accelerator is still on. You know, like the blue thing is still down Mm -hmm. there. Like, as far as we know, that's not been turned off. We don't, and they don't know how to turn it off. Right. They need Wells to tell them how to turn it off, I think. Or Gideon or somebody from the future. (laughs) Um, I mean, maybe that will be the beginning of the next episode is them trying to get. Uh, especially if they put him in the particle accelerator. Yeah. It might be their way of being like, well, if you don't tell us how to turn it off, you will die. Totally. Yeah, I mean, it easily could just, could have been like, oh, it, we turned it off, we got it. But like, how cool <laughs> would it be if next episode starts and they're like, oh my god, we have six hours. We have to turn this off. Right. Right. Or it goes up, you know? I don't think it's gonna be that easy because they would have done it in the first place. It's like, oh, we would have figured it out before. Yeah. yeah. They've obviously studied it in these past few totally. days or whatever. It could be very, very cool. Um, speaking of which, let's go to predictions. Yes. Officially. <laughs> Give us a sound cue. And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. Um, we saw that he does go back in time again. There. But do you guys have any other predictions to carry out the season? We have one more episode. Um, I I I don't. I don't think we're gonna. See, okay, I do. I don't think we're gonna see Wells. 
I think that something's. I mean, I think that Wells is not gonna. He's not gonna die, but I don't think we're gonna see a lot of him. They're gonna maybe just skip over that a little bit. Okay. Because I feel like that's something where they would want to like leave us hanging with. Because what are they gonna give us next episode that's gonna leave us with a cliffhanger, which they should do? I think though they will give us a little bit of something to give us a cliffhanger. Because as of now, there's nothing to like excite us for like a whole like summer break. Yeah. But if they were to give us like him and he's got like an eye patch and a hook, and you're like, oh my god, how does he become <laughs> Captain Hook? You know, just like something yeah, to carry it on. To, yeah. yeah, yeah. What do you think, Tari? Um, I have, I guess, I have two separate predictions. One that's crazy pants, and the other one that's a real prediction. Okay, what's the real one? <laughs> the real one. Um, I think that. Yeah, we know. Yeah, we know that he's gonna go. He being Barry is gonna go back to the past, and I know everyone wants it to be a like Flashpoint Paradox thing, but I think that he's actually, this is going to be his chance to make peace with his mom dying. So he's going to get to talk to her as an adult. She's going to get to see him and how great he becomes. And then he'll finally it. be at peace. Great. Um, and then my crazy pants one um, is that he's going to, um, he's going to go to his mom, make and convince her that uh, she needs to make it seem like she's dead and then once everyone believes that she's dead, he brings her to the future so that she doesn't exist in the past. That way, she may, they maintain the illusion that she's dead, not destroying the past uh, timeline, not ruining what That's everyone incredible. believes. That's oh, because it wouldn't interrupt blown. anything. It wouldn't. He would still grow up without a mother. Right. Oh, my God. And then he brings her to the jail. To, to in jail? No. No, no, to, to, visit, to visit her visit husband. Yeah, oh. to visit <laughs> but lock her up. No. <laughs> oh, that's a really awesome prediction. Reunited. Um, I can't top that. That's incredible. That would, that, these people should take uh, a lesson from you. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. Awesome. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Um, instead of a prediction, though, we will say that Roxy will be back next week, as well as David yes. Rappaport, yes. the casting director. So yes. that's very exciting. Yes. We'll get to chat with him. Um, guys, until next week, where can everybody find you? You can find me on Twitter at Ashley Daniels, Instagram at Miss Ashley Daniels, and Periscope at Ashley Daniels. Nice. Um, and you can find me on Twitter at Tari J. It's T-A-U-R-I-J-A-Y. Guys, I tweet from Jeff Masters 1. We'll see you next week for the finale. Goodbye. Woo! Bye. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Bye. See you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 